Blog Talk Radio. Well, hello and welcome to another episode of Book Journeys Radio. This is Angela Loria from Journey Girl Publishing, and with us here today is author Casey Hewlett. And um, Casey, say hi. Hello. Great. Thank you so much for being here. I'm very excited to be here, Angela. This is so fun. I wish I could see your face. (laughs) Yeah, I know. Well, at some point, Skype will have their own radio channel, I'm sure. So, um, Casey, what we do every week on Book Journeys is we talk to authors, um, specifically self-help, how-to, memoir, nonfiction authors, about their experiences writing and publishing their very first book. So your your first book is, um, is it As I Lay Pondering? It is As I Lay Pondering, yes. And so As I Lay Pondering, Daily Invitations to Live a Transformed Life. Beautiful, beautiful title. And when did you, tell us a little bit about, about the book, um, what it's about, and then when you wrote it, when you published it. Okay, well, it's a book that is really an invitation into falling in love with life and living life fully. And it came out in January of this year, so it was published January 25th. And when when people ask me how long I've been writing it, I kind of have to say a lifetime. So (laughs) it's... (laughs) It's one of those where I never really set out to be a writer. I wasn't somebody that loved writing as a kid. I was more focused on the perfection of writing, you know, getting all my commas right and and all those things. And so the fun had kind of been taken out of me in that regard. And about... About eight years ago, I was in a pretty challenging time in my life. It was, um, I had a teenage child that was pushing the boundaries. My mother was dying of Alzheimer's. And that perfect little box that I had constructed was exploding at the seams. Mm. And, And I started writing. I started journaling just to maintain my sanity and to really kind of explore what was going on with me. So I started to do, I I started with Julia Cameron's Artist Way and the daily daily pages. Morning pages. Morning pages, yeah, yeah. Wow, I, I think that's a lot of, you know, inspiration for a lot of writers is morning pages for sure. And so you, um, and so when did you get the actual idea? Like this is this is going to be a book. I'm going to write a book. Well, a friend actually gave me that idea after I because I started blogging, and uh, first I was blogging privately and just putting my thoughts out there, and then I put it up and I put a pseudonym and I just kept writing, and I probably had I don't know probably a couple of hundred entries, and a friend of mine, uh, she said, you know, you have a book here. And so, mm. I start, so I started playing with that idea, and it was probably about maybe two, between two and three years 
from the t- from the time she said that to me until I actually brought it to fruition and probably diligently worked on it for about a year where I really said that I'm going to do this and started pulling together those entries and refining them and putting into the format that I wanted for the book and kind of playing with a few different formats and making it smaller and making it, you know, making it uh, what it was. And it ended up turning into this 365 days. It really just... Oh, neat. Yeah. So it's so there's an entry for every day of the year. So. Oh, that's fun. So um, at the time, and I think, but forgive me if I have this wrong. You are you a life coach? I am. I am. Okay. And Were you a life coach at the time? Like at the time you're working on your book, um, was it for a business reason, or was this just a purely personal project? It was really a. It, it was a little of both. Um, but it really was a personal project. It was one that I just felt like I needed to write. And and then in the process, though, I saw how it was touching other people because, you know, parts of it were going out into the world at the time and these just really kind of um, reflections of where I was and I would toss these things out and not thinking anybody was reading, and then I would get this amazing feedback from people that said, oh, my gosh, it's like you're inside my head. And wow. Yeah, yeah. So I actually became a life coach in the, during the process. I was already a psychotherapist. Oh. Yeah. Okay. So, so they Excellent. all kind of went so together. A lot of people, and I do, uh, I coach um, a lot of authors um, through the process, a lot of coaches through the process of becoming an author, I should say. And a lot of them are writing a book, uh, you know, kind of for a similar reason. It sounds like it was a very personal, um, this is a really personal reason. And sometimes just having done it is enough. Sometimes just holding the book in your hand can be, you know, enough to be satisfying and, and have good results. Um and sometimes people, when they finish their book, feel disappointed or like they wish they knew some things before they started the process. Mm-hmm. So this is one of the things I'm wondering is I'm trying to, uh, you know, help first-time authors get to the get to the finish line and hold their book in their hands. Is there something you wish you knew before you um, before you wrote your book? That is such a great question, and. You know, my initial response is, for me, it felt like it it unfolded like it should. And I think the thing I wanted to know or I needed to know was that, and it can sound really kind of cliche, but is to trust the process. Mm-hmm. And, and because there were times where I really thought it wasn't going to happen. And and so that I just trusted that that. I was following what I needed to do. And I don't know. I think I just I did so much research along the way. You know, I was just felt like I was gathering information along the way and I was just kind of playing with it. Like like it was like this big what if. Well what if I did publish it? What if I did do this? 
and there were in the times where it got really hard i would have i would just come back to why am i doing this and and i think and that what was the answer to that what was your why answer, <clears throat> yeah my answer was if this can help one other person then it's all been worth it and what i found angela is that I pick this book up every day now, hmm. and it ha- and it helps me. Wow! I get to go, one other person, me. I'm that person. It's me. And so I think for me, it was like really getting clear on why I was doing the book. And so if I could have known something in advance, that was the question I asked all all the way through. Is, is why am I doing this? And it changed, you know, along the way. You know, sometimes it was just like, I have to do it. And sometimes it was like, you know, I want to be an author. I want to be a published author. And, um, but I think that just really get, I, I just come back to that, getting clear on what and why you actually want to do the book. And so in some ways, if your goal was to help one person, um, you know, like to, you know, if you could help one person, you didn't want to not try, it sounds like. There was almost no way to fail as long as you finished, right? Right, right. And did you have an idea in your head, though, of what what is, so that's like our bare minimum, that's enough motivation to to keep going through the marathon because it is a long process. Mm-hmm. But what what was the what was the dream? What would have been awesome? What would have knocked it out of the park? Oh my gosh! Well, of course, to you know, sell a million copies, and you know, I I love the message, and I I would love for people to have this transformation, and so that. That question of success is one I really kind of struggle with as people ask me, how's the book doing? How are you, you know, it's like, mm-hmm. according to who, you know? And, right. And I have to admit, because some days for me, it's like I can, I really get to that quiet spot and I go, this is enough. And then mm-hmm. there are other days where I think, oh, my gosh, I haven't sold a copy in a week. And right. I want more, you know. So, yeah, so what is the thing, what's the thing that you're happiest about that you spent the time and energy you did on this? The thing I'm happiest about is when I connect with people via being in person or get a note from somebody where they say, this touched me. Hmm. It's not even selling the book. I mean, I had a guy. I had a guy come up to me at a reading, and um, he had just picked up my book, and and he was so surprised by it, and I didn't even know if he was going to buy the book. I didn't even care because he had been moved by what he read, and so for me, that's that's bigger than saying I've sold a million copies. Yeah, absolutely. That's very exciting. 
I know as a publisher, like, that's exactly my goal. I know that books changed my life, and there are probably many books that are on my shelf that I'm, you know, the only one who actually did every exercise in them, and that they really, you know, made a big impact, and I'm glad that author wrote that book, you know, for for me. That's fine. You know, that's enough for me. So, Um, so. What was, did you ever worry that you might not hit the finish line? Did you think of quitting at any point or run into any bad bouts of writer's block? Oh, absolutely. (laughs) And what were some of the things that worked for you? What tips can you give people in terms of getting through the, um, I'm actually going through this on my own book right now. So I got through, you know, I did the outline, I got through the first three chapters, and then I got sick, and then my kid got sick, and now I haven't opened it in like a month, and I was supposed to have halfway through by June 30th. I wanted to be halfway done, and now I know I'm not. So I'm like, oh, I don't know. Is this writer's block, or am I just busy, or maybe I don't want to write a book? So what, what were the things that got you through times like that? You know, there were lots of different things, and one was just showing up and mm-hmm. and and doing my morning pages mm. and and not having an expectation that I was writing the book that I was just showing up and writing so mm-hmm. that was hu- that was huge for me, and when I couldn't do that, I would read other people's writing. And and like you said, you know, pick up that book that you know was written just for you, mm. and and go read that. Um, I went to writers' retreats and seminars, which was a great thing. You know, so I hung out with other writers, and that was and inspiring. when you go to a writers' retreat, would you go with your book? Like, were you working on your book, or would you work on other stuff, and it would just open you up? your book i i did it both ways and the thing about the thing about my book is this this pondering so i ponder i think about things and so whenever you go to a writer's retreat they always give you prompts you know like writing prompts Mm -hmm. and often often those turned into fodder for my book (laughs) because Mm -hmm. i would i would just go into this little like ponder like Oh, what is beautiful here right now? And and that would become an entry. But one of I got a really good piece of advice um, from well, she's coach Jennifer Loudon and writer. Oh, I love her. Yes, I went to two of hers, and one was a day retreat, and then I actually went to Taos last summer with her, and she talked about if you're going to do morning pages make it count. And hmm. so so to pretend sometimes that I was writing my book, even though I thought, okay, I can tear these pages up and I don't have to look at them again. Right. Right. And so just showing up and doing those things would get me writing. And then the other piece that I did was I made a date with myself every day to show up to write. And I put and it on the calendar. Every day, let's just get into that a little bit more because I think that's something um, people, you know, don't always know exactly how to do. For you, was every day literally Sunday through Saturday, seven days a week for an hour? What, is, what did that mean for you? 
it meant um, five days a week. So I would do Monday through Friday because I would consider it part of my work and um, so part of my regular work week. And I would look at my calendar because some days I had more clients than others, and so I would see what made sense. But my minimum amount of time that I set aside during this time where I really got diligent with it was an hour. Okay. And and I put it on my calendar. And if I said I was going to show up at 1 o'clock, I showed up at 1 o'clock. And you and treated did, it sort of like a client or something, yeah. like you were your client yeah. for that hour. Exactly. And on yeah. average, how much would you say that, how often would you say you did that, three days a week, four days a week? Um, I When I really was doing it, which was uh, when I really was ready to roll, I did it five days a week. Wow. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's a commitment. Mm-hmm. Um, so what was the thing, uh, what, what what part of the experience would you say if you had to go back again you might do differently? I would not procrastinate so much. <laughs> I would, okay. <laughs> I, because, I start, because why? Because it feels so good to hold in your hand? Yeah. And, and because I think I in those times where I procrastinated, I was doubting myself. I was doubting my ability mm-hmm. to do it. And and so I think the book came out exactly when it was supposed to because I look at some of the entries that are in there and some of the experiences, and I had set these deadlines for myself. Like I was going to have mine done. I mean, I had so many deadlines of when I was going to have it done. And what I found was when I missed those, there was something really critical that came after that deadline that needed to be in the mm-hmm. book. Mhm. <laughs> wow, that's beautiful. I, it's that's awesome. Yeah. I'm yeah, like writing that I down because I feel like yeah. so many of my clients need to hear that. Yeah. Great. But I do think that you know that said though too, I think there were times where I kind of gave up on myself. I mean, I kind of just thought, oh, you know, isn't that a great dream? But you're not going to do it. Um, but the one the one thing that comes up the most often with the authors that I work with as a publisher and as a coach is ultimately they start off they're really positive they have a great idea they're moving forward and at some point I get a phone call which is who am I to write this book? Mm-hmm. Like I really oh, yeah. thought about it and you're like who am I to write this book? Mm-hmm. And um, and is that? I mean, it sounds like similar to kind of some of the stuff that you were talking oh, about. Oh yeah. So. Oh yeah. Well, and I'm going to tell you, Angela, and you you know, they may or may not want to hear this, but it comes up for me now. Who am I mm-hmm. to have written this book? I mean, so I've you done it. Them, the one who wrote it, the author. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And uh, but yeah, those things of, of I mean, all those things that come up. Somebody, everybody else has already done this. There's nothing new. What do I have to say? What do I have to add? You know, all of those things. Nobody's going to read it. I mean, we have those little mantras that you know, those little helpers in our head that you know 
want to slow us down. And when that comes up for you, what do you do? You have a technique to get yourself out of it. Kind of depends on the day, of course. <laughs> that, that, that what? Let's talk about on your best day. <laughs> on my on my best day, and that voice comes up. I just say, "Oh, hey, honey, I know you're trying to help me, but I've got this." I'm good. I, I got it. And I, I got it. And 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 sometimes I'll explore. You know why it's if that doesn't work if they. It gets really persistent. I'll explore, and um, but usually just by kind of inviting that voice to kind of step aside and say, "I'm going to mm-hmm. sit down and write. I'm going to sit down and write now. I'm going to, you know, I'm just going to give it a shot." Um, it gets me going. I mean, once I'm I'm a pen and paper girl, and so I I almost all of my initial drafts are in a journal, and so. Wow. Yeah, so if I can sit down and just start to move my pen across the paper, everything else usually kind of um, disappears. And, and and if the noise stays up for very long, you know, like if I start to write and it keeps going, then I usually do something else. One of my favorite things is to put on a, a, a great piece of music and just to dance around my office, mm. move my body. Yeah. And get yeah. Mhm. Yeah. Move my body, and that seems to get everything else moving. So I'll go out for a walk. I'm a big walker, and so I'll go out and walk. And often when I'm out walking, I'll have like this great idea, you know, for the of something to write or something will click into space. So moving is a really good um, thing to get me. Get my juices flowing. Yeah, I think movement is really good. One of my uh, one of my clients actually goes for a jog every morning, which she had been doing, and then when she comes in before she checks her email, she does her her writing for the day, thirty to forty five minutes. But she says when she does it right after a run, before she's even gotten in a shower, she has so yep. many ideas that she just bangs it out and then gets on with her day. It's kind of part of yep. her routine. Mm-hmm. Um, I do think movement can really can really help. Um, mm-hmm. I'm going to switch, switch gears a little bit. I want to talk about publishing for you. You okay. made a decision to publish through CreateSpace, which means you did probably a lot of the work. Did you do a lot of it yourself? Did you hire your own designers, or did you use the CreateSpace staff for that? How did that work? I did most of it myself. Um, I did a lot of research before I landed on CreateSpace. And was actually had looked at uh, Balboa Press, which was uh-huh. another another one uh, division of Hay House. And what I found, and they offer a lot of help as you know, create space authors to help. And what I found was um, I was enough of a control freak that by by the time I knew what I wanted somebody else to do for me, I had pretty much already done it, mm. if that makes sense. Interesting. So, and, and when you're talking about that, does that have a lot to do with, like, the cover and the interior design aspects? That Like, what that was aspect, important? What was the thing that was most important to you? Well, I had a certain feel that I wanted, and... Um, I had researched other books that were in this similar genre, 
And so I knew what I wanted it to look like, and I knew what I and how I wanted it to feel, and then and also the cover design. I I had that same kind of thing, and so I wanted. Um, yeah, it was crazy because. And did you use I wanted, your own designer? I did. I did. And how did you find your designer? Well, it was all it was kind of magical. Uh and she and she happened to be in my family. Uh which oh, I, nice. Yeah. <laughs> so it was one of those great things, um, where my sister in law was a uh graphic designer but she hadn't done it for a long time and she had kind of stepped out of her creativity and I and I had kind of forgotten about it. And my husband's also a photographer, and so I had wanted to use some of his work. And I, it was it was one of those timing things again, just like I said, the book finished exactly when it was supposed to be. And so I researched. I actually tried to hire people. I did try to hire people to uh-huh. do this for me, and I couldn't. I. I couldn't find anybody that was the right fit. And then I just mentioned it one day to my sister and I said, would you be interested in this project? And she said, well, send me what you've got because she thought, oh, my gosh, you've written a book. Mm. Right. <laughs> Let me see. Yeah. And so I sent it to her. She fell in love with it, and it was like this match made in heaven. Of um, she, got, she got right inside my head in terms of what I wanted and needed. And the same thing happened to me with my editor because I'd wanted an editor. I tried to hire an mm-hmm. editor and ended up being one of my um, fellow life coaching um, friends that's local. So Excellent. I was able to literally hand her my manuscript. And she's a professional editor. She's a mini-published author. Um, Debbie Reber is her name. And... Um, she, again, it was this perfect timing. Uh, she wanted to do it. And so for me, it was really important to have somebody to collaborate with that loved the project, that it wasn't right. just a job. It yeah, wasn't just there's, a, job a, for um, there's a, a life coach who is also an editor. Um, I'm, I'm guessing you know her. Her name is Betsy Rappaport. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And Betsy always says, um, which I love and, and pass this on, um, is go with love, not like. So if you find yes. an editor who's like, yeah, I like your book, I'd be happy to work with you, and you like them, that's not the person for you. <laughs> yeah. It yeah. has to, when it's about your book, which is really almost like a child, it has to be a real connection, and it has to be like, this is what's supposed to happen now. This is the person who's supposed to do my design. Um, titles are a big thing. Was coming up with a title hard for you? Yes and no. Or did it just come I, to you? A little of both. It was, I, I knew that pondering needed to be in it. I had people try to talk me out of that because they mm-hmm. said it was, too, it was too deep and it was too this and I was too that. And I was like, no, that's that's mine. And so I did a I did a survey, you know, I did um the monkey survey or whatever and uh-huh, survey and monkey. Had, yeah. I, yeah, survey monkey. And so I had people give me feedback and, and I did some things and then one day I was just like, Oh, as I lay pondering, 
that's it. And it and it came. But I had all sorts of working titles, you know, about presence and pondering and you know, all sorts of things. But um Again, it was I think like, working titles can be helpful too. I often mm-hmm. encourage uh, people to come up with a working title and just move on, and know and trust that the right title is going to come to you before you hit print. So, yes, um, you know, that. before you publish thing, the right title will come. But right now, you don't want to get stuck and feel like, oh, my book doesn't have a name. It does. Right. It's whatever. <laughs> it's working yeah. title. So. Yeah. Um, well, I always end my interviews by asking people about the thing that surprised them most. So what was your biggest surprise? What was different than you expected? What was most different than you expected on your book journey? How quickly it came together at the end. It was like when it was time, it was, I mean, you mentioned earlier, like having a child. And I felt like I'd been I'd been in this long labor, and um, it's funny because it's it's kind of like when my daughter was born, um, she literally came out with one push. It was one long hard push, but when she was ready, when my water broke, it was like, Poof, and she was here. And it was the mm. same thing. It was the same thing with wow. the book, um, and so. So I think I just come back to that when the timing was right, when it it just it, it was like it it I was thinking about it one day and then the next day I was literally holding it in my hands. I mean that's it was awesome. Yeah. I think that's such a great metaphor for you know for everyone listening and working on their books is that when it's ready it will happen and the more worried you are about that the slower it'll actually go. Mm-hmm. So um, I just want to tell people, uh, Casey Hublet, her website is Diamonds in the Soul, uh, diamondsinthesoul.com, and her book, which, can you get your book at Amazon? You can do it on Amazon, yes. Um, so that's As I Lay Pondering, Daily Invitations to Live a Transformed Life. So, Casey, I have loved talking to you today. Thank you for sharing with everybody about your book journey and for um, for being part of the show. It's been wonderful, Angela. Thanks so much for having me. Thank, Thank you. you. Mm-hmm. Bye. Bye. Bye.